millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning. Let me speak to Lisa Smith, who's the health correspondent with the Belfast Telegraph. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, Lisa. Where are we this morning at 25 past nine on the 18th of March 2020, as far as our health, our guidance and our direction is concerned? Well, it's a very fast-moving situation. Things are changing. You can't even say daily now. Things are changing every hour. I think even the Department of Health here is struggling almost to keep up with the guidance that's coming in from Westminster and and trying to keep the public informed with how things are changing. Um, You know, this week they have sort of changed some of the at-risk groups now to take in pregnant women. So I think there's a bit of work being done now to, one, reassure pregnant women and also to to give them that guidance about what they need to do in terms of self-isolation. I'm also being told that from next week, I think GPs are going to be contacting the most at-risk patients so they're going to have to go through their books and identify those patients who are deemed most at risk so you're talking about people who perhaps have very severe asthma uh, you know severe cases of COPD and cystic fibrosis and they will be contacting those patients individually to give them tailored advice about how they can best protect themselves from the virus. And special hubs planned to ensure that pressure is taken off GP surgeries and emergency departments? Yes. Uh, A few weeks ago, the doctors were already predicting that they were going to have to put special measures in place to try and reduce the impact on GP surgeries. Of course, they are one of our first points of contact when it comes to becoming unwell. And GPs are already reporting that they are being swamped by the calls. And of course, you cannot have people with coronavirus or suspected coronavirus going into GP surgeries where it's it's far from ideal. At the moment, GP surgeries across Northern Ireland just sort of um, dealing with that on a piecemeal basis. So I was speaking to one GP yesterday who said that they have their patients waiting in car parks, in the car park outside surgery, and when they're ready to see them, they, they call them in from their cars. This is far from ideal. So what what is actually happening now is they are putting together these um, special centres. So when you phone your GP, you'll be triaged. And if you need to be dealt with because you are displaying uh, COVID-19 symptoms, you'll be directed to one of these specialist centres. 
where there will be uh, medical staff there and the personal protective equipment and dealing with those patients. And it means that it reduces the impact and the stress on the GP surgeries and reduces the risk of infection for anyone there. How worried are people this morning having heard the Taoiseach speak last night? I think people are sort of... The, the penny is dropping that this is this is going to go on for quite a, a long time. But I have to say that his, his speech was... Um, it was rousing, to say the least. You know, my husband and I watched it last night and we were very, very impressed by it. I think people do need to realise that this is a serious situation. This isn't the media scaremongering. Um, we need to take this seriously and we all need to um, do what we're asked to try and prevent the spread of this virus. And, and Lisa, I, I don't expect you to answer political questions, but this comes up time and again here on the screen in front of me. And it's very evident again what people are saying th- this morning, that they get a sense in the Republic of Ireland of leadership and direction. But in Northern Ireland, they're failing to convince those who contact me that they know what they're doing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it is difficult whenever we have uh, the two sort of nations dealing with the response in such a different way, and um, we are being asked to trust in those who are in charge. It was concerning yesterday when we heard reports about how perhaps the government had underestimated the um, the impact of this or the potential impact of this virus. And, and the organisations that I'm speaking to, certainly in the business community, there's a sense that our assembly is not responding as quickly as they need to, um, you know, even in terms of protecting jobs and protecting the economy. When you speak to medical professionals, they're, I mean, the doctors um, seem a lot more content that things are being done to try and protect the health service. One thing that they have called for um, is rapid access to uh, diagnostic tests for healthcare workers and their families if anyone is presenting with coronavirus symptoms. Because as it currently stands, if you have a doctor and a household or a nurse and their child has a cough or a fever, the whole house has to self-isolate for 14 days. So you've got potentially thousands of healthcare workers who will be taken offside unnecessarily because they may not have the virus, their child may not have the virus, but because the testing isn't being done, they don't know when they just have to stay off work. And I know that doctors and nurses and other healthcare professionals are very frustrated by that at the moment. Yeah, that's an incredible piece of common sense to test people who we absolutely need at work. If there's a question mark over their status, why are we not testing them straight away? Top of the line, priority, come and get tested. A bit like the, the drive through at Croke Park. Yeah, I mean, that is a very good question. And I'm, I'm afraid I don't have the answer to that. I know that the Minister did say yesterday that testing is going to become a priority. And we have been told by the likes of the World Health Organization that testing is, is really, really important to, uh, to fighting this virus. So... 
like I say, things change um, hourly. In, you know, so it's, it's even very, very difficult to cover this as a journalist. You know, you, you look at things in the morning and by lunchtime they change completely and by the evening they change completely again. You know, it'll be interesting to hear today what comes out from the executive, if anything comes out from the executive in terms of the types of um, financial packages that are going to be available to businesses and how the Department of Health is responding to the um, direction that's coming from uh, Westminster. So, you know, you just have to watch this space constantly. I know that uh, Leo Varadkar said yesterday, take a break from watching the news. But it's very difficult, well, from my perspective anyway, because things are changing so rapidly, you just want to buy me to keep a constant eye on how these things are, are changing. We'll do our best to keep everyone up to date, as you will as well. Lisa, thank you very much indeed. Lisa Smith from the Belfast uh, Telegraph.